Hello and welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. This is where we talk about money, investing and all things personal finance. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and it's my mission to help you make the best financial decisions because money is a tool, life is for living. But first, a couple of words for me. If you don't know already, I have a new monthly magazine, which is now out. You can go and join that magazine subscription list. It is free at theconvo.io. That's theconvo.io. Also, if you're completely unaware, I also have a Discord group, which I would love for you to join. It's going to be a small community where I can take questions from you, where we can build a deeper relationship. There will be a link to that in the show notes. All right. Good morning, everybody. Um, I hope everyone is well. We survived the heat wave. Thank God. Um, I'm going to express some very unpopular views this morning. And uh, God, I'm going to try my best not to get this to go into a rant. But there are some very important things that need to be said um, that I'm going to attempt to um, vocalize in a constructive manner. Um, because I'm seeing more and more of this stuff go around, and I just there are just a lot of charlatans out there, and uh, I don't know. People just seem to be lapping this up. Mainly younger people, age groups that listen to this podcast. And look, everyone will do their own thing, obviously. But I want to give my side to the way I see this because these things have been around since the dawn of time, and a lot of them do exactly the same. They deliver sweet fa to the people who end up going on these th- on these things. So um, look, we all know that we've got a cost of living crisis going on right now, right? Um, yes, money is tighter for most households, if not all households. And I'm not talking about the one percenters here, I'm talking about us mere mortals. And what that basically means is that you either have to cut your expenses, uh, figure out what your needs and your wants are, focus on additional income streams, you have to do you have to be creative, right? And the the topic that I want to talk to today operates within this realm of creating additional income streams. And you may have noticed this on social media, as I have. But let's let's put this into the light right now, because I think it's really important that we do. So there is more and more content being created by more and more people out there who are supposed uh, millionaires, who are supposed successful people and the the angle that they take with their content is well this is how i did what i did how i became a millionaire now there's nothing really wrong with that if your motivations are pure and you want to help people yeah i get the idea of you need social valid validation right you need that social proof saying that you're a millionaire and getting pictured in very nice cars and and all this kind of stuff kind of gives you an element of social proof, right? I guess. I get it. But what they proceed to then do is in their sharing their knowledge of how they became so wealthy and so successful is they start this braggadocious uh, demonstration of everything that they have. And some are some are worse than others. Some are just outright braggadocious, outlandish, and just in your face. Others are a little bit more subtle. But at the end of the day, what they're looking for you to do is to join some kind of event or to attend some kind of seminar 
where you get to learn more. Now, for the unassuming of you or curious people, you'll be like, okay, yeah, it's a seminar. Oftentimes it might be free. Sometimes they may charge a small ticket fee for it, but it's certainly it's an event. It's a seminar of some kind to give you further information about how they got to XY status. Now, typically this is what happens when you get to the seminar. There's always this additional sale. Now, I saw one this evening, uh, creators talking about, you know, house and strangely enough, all of these guys all tend to be in property. That's what I've, that's, this is what I've noticed. All of these guys are in property, majority of them. There are some that do this in the Forex and the crypto trading space, but a lot of these guys are in property and it's all about, you know, if you're going to buy this house and all this kind of stuff and just giving out real bullshit, rubbish, really bad advice to people who, who are just aspiring, looking to make the next step on the journey to wealth. And I'm not saying that all of these guys are bad, 100% not. But what I'm saying is there are opportunists within this circle of creators who are spewing this bile out on Instagram, on YouTube, and all these social media avenues, right? So the idea is you get into this seminar or this event, and there is always going to be an ups upsell. So the one that I watched this evening was what about the fact that, you know, this is my property and it's worth blah, 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 1.2 million quid, blah, 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 right? And then we're going to be hosting this person. And the minute they mentioned this person, I was like, okay, so everyone who attends this is going to be taken in some way, shape or form for some massive high ticket course of some kind, because guess what? He's hosting Grant Cardone. Ta-da! And if you don't know who Grant, Grant Cardone is, he's this guy who has managed to build a huge property empire out in the States, but he has quite a lot of controversy surrounding him. Now, I'm not saying that he's a crook. I'm not. But what I'm saying is, if there's smoke, there's probably fire. And he's been known to, I guess, adopt some questionable tactics when it comes to what he essentially does. Now, this is where I'm going to approach this from a common sense point of view, because common sense sometimes isn't commonly applied. And this is the psychology that a lot of these um, opportunists tend to employ. First and foremost, the first thing is to inspire and to unwittingly make you jealous. Okay, subconsciously, I'm going to repeat that is to inspire and subconsciously make you jealous, whether you know it or not. So what they will do is they will show a car, a watch, a house, make a claim to something that this is my lifestyle, this is what I do, right? Maybe not directly telling you, you could do this too, but because they're showing you this thing, the way social media is, they know that you are automatically going to be thinking, if you're, and I don't want to say this in this way, if you're not um, strong-minded or, I guess, critical, critical in your thinking, you'll be thinking, oh, I want that. I want that. I need that, right? So they've got you with a hook and it's to inspire, subconsciously make you jealous, curious, right? What they then do is they go on to talk about stuff that, to be honest, is fucking common sense. Like, I hate people who just talk fugazi. Like it's just it's just nonsense, mate. It's common sense stuff that everybody knows. It's just blurted out in this cryptic, 
supposed to be intelligent or supposedly intelligent speak, which really when you boil it down and you think about it is nothing new. It's nothing new. They're just putting on this, this bravado. They're saying things like you should be following people who have done this, who can teach you, blah, 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 blah. Right. Makes perfect sense on, on the surface. Right. But then you get into these seminars and this is what I've witnessed. Right. And these things go on for, have been going on forever and ever and ever. You get to this, to the seminar or this event and there is an upsell. And this is where I've seen examples of guys in the property game, right? And these are the main corporates that I've seen personally, who then have this course that you then have to pay 5,000, 6,000, 12,000 pounds for, right? And people will go and find this money, whether it be on credit card, whether it be borrowing it from mum or dad or family members, because they think they need to learn this magic formula that they've got to pay £12,000 for. Just think about what I said. It's fucking crazy. £12,000. I have an example of this. There's a UK guy who does this. He's had BBC programs made about him. One of the guys who paid £12,000 for his course actually committed suicide because he didn't actually get what he thought he was going to get from it. Now, these guys will say, we're just going to give you information. What happens afterwards is completely down to the ether and down to the universe and we can't guarantee you results but this is where i think critical thinking and common sense needs to come in especially for people who are keen to get into the property game build a property empire buy to let first one second one third one so on and so forth and start to cash flow income from property why the fuck do you have to pay twelve thousand pounds for a course for something that you could probably find out for free on the internet Furthermore, people will go and borrow £12,000 on a credit card, overdrafts, family, friends, credit facilities, when that £12,000 is a large part of the initial investment you need into your property. I say it in it, just does it not make you think, what the fuck? And I'm sorry for the language, but I told you this was going to might turn into a little bit of a rant. But when you think of it that way, you must think, why? Why? And the reason why is because these guys play the psychological trick on you. They inspire you or at least say things to plant a seed, that subconscious jealousy, that I need that comes to the point where you want to learn more. And they're constantly talking about you need to follow people who know what to do who can teach you. Now, this is the issue that I have with this narrative. This is probably another issue that I've got with this, this narrative because I've already mentioned a couple already, right? These people are probably making more money off the courses that they sell you than what they're actually trying to teach you to actually do themselves, okay? Now, I'm not saying that there aren't wealthy people or millionaires or and I'll get to billionaires in a moment, right? I'm not saying that there aren't wealthy people, millionaires who don't want to help people. But if a millionaire is saying, oh, I want to teach you how to do exactly what I did, you need to be asking questions. Okay, so what does this actually mean? Free content is great. Take the free content. But the, when you get to the point where you need to start paying thousands of pounds for courses, you need to be asking questions, like serious fucking questions. Now, I'll give you a story. 
before I started Conversation of Money in 2020, I had a lot of ideas around how I wanted to, how I could monetize what I do. Because let's, let's be completely 100% honest. I can't do this. I can't do the podcast. Well, I can't do the YouTube channel. I can't do this podcast without bringing in money to keep a roof over my head and to keep things afloat, right? Currency is important. Earnings are important. Income is important. It makes the world go around just as much as it makes your world go around. It makes my world go around. But in thinking about how I can monetize what I do, people started talking to me about courses. I thought, well, a course is a great way for me to be able to share my knowledge and people can actually take it and, you know, pick up some of the things that I've learned through 15 years. And this is the disturbing bit for me. The disturbing bit for me was people were telling me, consultants were telling me that I needed to sell my course for a thousand, two thousand pounds, because essentially what I'm teaching people to do is to invest money in the market and make money off my knowledge. And it didn't sit well with me, with me and it didn't sit, sit well with me because I'm here trying to teach people how to begin, how to start investing as beginners. It didn't sit right with me to charge 1,000, 2,000 pounds for a course, essentially taking away seed money from people who would look to me for knowledge to get them going. And despite being told that I would be stupid to sell my course for anything less, I put my course on for 59.99 plus VAT, so about 71 quid. Because I don't feel as though information about how to invest money safely and having the benefit of my experience I can't, I don't feel comfortable charging thousands upon thousands and thousands of pounds for that. I just don't. And maybe I'm being naive as a, as a business person. Not a lot of people out there have the same, I guess, compunction or at least the same outlook as I do. And I, that's where you need to be extremely, extremely wary. Now, if you're listening to guys who are telling you, you know, billionaires are waiting to, to work with you and invest with you and blah, 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 blah. Jesus fucking Christ, give me a break. Elon Musk is not on fucking LinkedIn waiting for people, ordinary people to invest with him, right? Billionaires are not on LinkedIn. They're not on fucking social media waiting around for normal people to present them with a business opportunity for them to invest in. No, they're billionaires for a reason. They have access to networks that are way over and beyond what a normal person have access to. They're thinking in a completely different realm. Now, whilst we're on this topic of billionaires and millionaires, since when, since when does it have to be that if you're not a millionaire, you are failing? I'm seeing this so much now and it's fucking frustrating to hear this narrative. You need to be rich. You need to be a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. I don't buy it. I do not buy it. I think fundamentally when you strip away all of the hyperbole, all of the dramatics, right? What do people actually want? People want to enjoy a fulfilling life. Point blank period. Enjoying a fulfilling life doesn't mean that you need to have a million pounds in the bank for, I would argue, 90% of people. So why are we pushing this narrative that you have to be a millionaire? You should be thriving to be a millionaire. If you're not a millionaire, then you're missing something. 
what the fuck? Well, like, seriously. Again, I apologize for the language, guys, but I'm I, it really, I've been seeing so much of this over the past couple of weeks, and this is my chance to vent it and just really, like, give my perspective on this. I think we need to go back to basics. I really, really do. Because this, this notion of this expectation, being inspiring and inspiring people is one thing. Making it the status quo of this should be your mindset is damaging. It will do more bad than good. Because what you're going to end up with is a generation of people who will basically chase the endeavor of being a millionaire and miss out on the meaningful things that really make life fulfilling. It focuses on the number, the bank balance, in opposed to what are those things. Now, I don't have a family just yet. And I have been caught up in, you know, earning a lot of money and all this kind of stuff. Certainly my Canadian War of Days 100%. But I can say now that actually, mostly what I do is trying to cut through this kind of nonsense and just give a little bit of perspective and for me to feel fulfillment in what I do from a professional point of view. Now, personal life, I've not got the balance right. That is an ongoing battle. If I had a million quid in the bank, would it make my personal life better? I'm not 100% sure that it would. Yes, I'll be able to buy nicer things or more expensive things. I have pretty nice things already, it is, already as it is. But I'm at this stage in life where now, actually, I've bought a lot of very expensive things. And when I really think about it, what did those expensive things really add to me personally? Did it make me feel joyous, joyful? Did it make me feel validated in any way, shape or form because I'm wearing designer gears or driving a nice car or wearing fucking designer watches? The answer is no. So why are we putting this burden on younger people in society now? Why are we doing this? And if the merchants who are pushing this kind of bullshit continue to push it, you have to ask yourself, why? Because they know that your hopes and your dreams and that jealousy that they sub subliminally plant inside you means that you will be willing to part with your cash to make them richer in pursuit of what they've told you that they possess or things that they do without really having any concrete evidence that they actually do those things. It is so fucking easy to go out to Dubai and rent a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, and act like it's your own. It is so fucking easy to go out to Dubai, rent a penthouse apartment for two, three weeks, a month, or however long you wanted to, and pretend that you actually own it. If I wanted to, I could have made a video in January this year where I did drive a Lamborghini and a Ferrari out in, 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 in Dubai and pretend it was my own and then try and flog people a trading course or crypto or a property course. People would fucking lap it up. The reality is to rent a Lamborghini and that Ferrari for that day cost me a thousand pounds. That is it. And so... We need to be really, really, really critical in our thinking when it comes to social media stuff, social media people. And look, I am a social media personality now. I, I fully accept that. But there's a lot of bullshit that's being pushed out there. There is so much bullshit that's being pushed out there. And if you're listening to this, I hope that this resonates with you. And if you're listening to this and you have kids who are teens, 
please start to have conversations with them about this kind of stuff because it is so tempting to younger people. They are, they are not, I'm not saying that they're stupid, but they're impressionable. If this is the standard that they're going to put themselves up against, yes, people will be successful. Yes, it can be inspiring. As long as it's inspiring with a with a hint of reality, a hint of this does not happen overnight. You need to have a plan. You need to be able to build something that is going to generate that. If you are going to go into property, don't go and pay fucking 12,000, 15,000 pounds for this bullshit course just because some guy says we're going to have Grant Cardone over who has a reputation for being a little bit of a fake guru. People like Dan Locke, right? I'm not, look, there are so many of them out there. So please have conversations with your kids. If you have kids who are teens, please have conversations with them right now because it really, really worries me. This is the stuff that we are pushing out to our younger generations as this is what you should be doing. Money is important. There is no doubt about that. The question is, what do you want your life to be? My slogan here is, money is a tool, life is for living. Do you understand what life is, What life you want? Like, what is it, right? Do you want to go live somewhere else? I quietly work and chip away towards my goals without really giving too much away on social media because it is private and I'm, I'm very much an introvert in my personality. So for those of you who don't know, I've shared it a couple of times before on this podcast. I want to move to Dubai, enjoy a better sense of lifestyle, more balance in my lifestyle. The ideal scenario is we want to buy an apartment out there. And so for the last year, 18 months, we are slowly plugging away at that goal, stashing cash so we have a really nice amount of money to move out there with that will give us some security and the ability to buy a property if we like it and decide we want to stay. Now, I could make a ton of videos talking about, you know, how Dubai is fantastic and how I'm going to buy a, a penthouse and how I'm making 5,000, 10,000, 12,000 pounds per month. But what does that do? Does it inspire in the right sense of the word? Should I lead with the money or lead with the message that literally, guys, you need to find the version of fulfilling of a fulfilling life that best matches you? And like I said, for 90% of people, that does not involve having a six-figure bank account. So if these fuckers are telling you that you need to, they're full of shit. I can't put it any plainly than that. Think about what you want. For most people, it's about being able to send their kids to a really good school, to be able to do what they want and be able to live life on their terms. And yes, Money does fall into that equation. But I promise you right now, if you were to really sit down and map all of this stuff out and really try and put a financial number next to it, I guarantee you that it doesn't come to a million quid. And that is the message for this week's podcast. I apologize it turns to a little bit of a rant. Apologize there's a little bit of swearing in there. But this stuff really, really knocks me. And I see so much of it on social media. And there are so few people that you can trust in Serena. And it feels like it's this, this, this trend that you have to get on in order to grow. And it's just full of nonsense. Like it really, really, really is. So please be critical in your thinking. Think about what life for you looks like and what money 
you need to contribute to that. It's not going to be a million quid. I can promise you that. If you end up being a millionaire, fucking great. But it's not the goal. Money and a, a financial amount in a bank account doesn't solve most problems. Yeah, you can buy very nice things and do very, very nice stuff. What's the fucking point in walking around in like really expensive clothes, driving around in a really fucking nice car, having really nice watches on your wrist if you feel fucking miserable and unfulfilled? What's the fucking point? Like, seriously, what is the point? And so there it is, guys. I hope you have an amazing week. I will catch you next Monday. See you soon. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out other episodes and share with the people closest to you. New to investing? Check out Peter's course for first-time investors designed to give you the foundation you need. If you prefer one-on-one coaching, book a complimentary discovery with the man himself. All links in the show notes.